Today is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. Holy smokes, man. Listen to that. Sparks fly at the GOP debate. Vivek Triver triggers media and tells Chris Christie to leave the stage and go eat a meal. <laughs> Melania Trump wants Tucker as vice president. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Let's begin with something really quickly, okay? A clip. We cover a lot of windbags on this program. John Kerry's one of them. Here's a clip from John Kerry earlier this week with John Kerry talking about the dangers of uh, un unlimited uh, carbon emissions. Watch. Can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. Um, and and the daily basis. Um, daily basis. Um, and, and the... You Okay, so he, so so that's John Kerry. Okay, again, talking about exposing the value of wind energy and exposing the value of uh, carbon and gas renewables uh, for all of us. Uh, this is what it looked like when Eric Swalwell uh, five years ago sat on national television, crapped his pants. The evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election, and the complaint that I've heard. From so the reason I'm showing you this, because there's a lot of news to get through in the show, the reason I'm showing you clips like that is to explain to you that that's not what's happening in my studio. I talk a lot about Eric Swalwell, John Kerry. We say often that Joe Biden uh, poops his pants. But if you hear something in my studio, it's because the wonderful people uh, who happen to actually own the building where we broadcast decided to book some uh, construction on the roof of the building today during our show. So you may hear some um, some rumblings uh, and some uh, potential uh, during the show. That's not me pulling a swallow, okay? I want to make that very clear. I just want to get that up, up front because I know how the viral internet works. I know potentially with the wrong clip and the wrong pause, that may be what you're thinking. But actually, in fact, there is a loud... An extremely um, uh, uproar, up, uproarious, like someone is stomping on top of the studio right now as we're live. So, anyway, we'll uh, we'll figure that out after the show today, ladies and gentlemen. I want it to be silent in the studio at all times. I want it also to be silent when it comes to my privacy on my phone and my devices. And that is why I use Silent. Silent is the Faraday technology that protects my sleep, protects my cellular devices, protects me when I'm traveling. Here's my Silent backpack. Ladies and gentlemen, when I am traveling, my electronics live inside of these sleeves. When I'm sleeping, they do as well because, well, there are harmful radiations in these devices, but also there are Wi-Fi signals that can be used and captured and scraped. And so it's really good to make sure that your protect your technology is protected and that your information is protected as well. Please go check out their products, especially in time for the holidays. Reclaim your privacy at slnt.com slash Benny. Silent.com slash Benny. Save 15% on free shipping with qualifying orders. Protect your privacy today and the privacy of everyone who matters to you. Free shipping on qualified orders again, slnt.com slash Benny. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that explains the banging in the studio. Hopefully it uh, won't interfere with the show. If they hit the internet lines, well, then who the hell knows? Ladies and gentlemen, there is a line that was hit this morning that is causing people to go crazy, which is Melania Trump 
apparently, is pushing for Tucker Carlson as VP. Now, we're going to get to the last night's debate here in just a second, but really the debate is sort of a, a VP competition, right? And really, um, I don't think, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't think that Chris Christie is going to get that nod. And I'm not sure that Ron DeSantis is going to get that nod. And Donald Trump went hard against Nikki Haley in a recent interview uh, on Wednesday night on Fox News. And so I don't know, man. I don't know. It looks like there is a VP competition that's heating up. Now, some people are saying Ben Carson, but just breaking minutes before the show, and we try as hard as we can to be um, newsworthy, right, on the program, this article from Axios, behind the curtain, how Trump will build his loyalty first cabinet. Well, I mean, good. They're trying to make, you. you might, well, you'll recognize some of these faces, right? I mean, Mike Davis is a dear friend of the show, along with Cash Patel. Stephen Miller's been on the show, along with Senator Vance. And Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, uh, both of them friends of the program. Uh, this looks awesome. Is this supposed to scare me? Also, what do you call it when Joe Biden staffs his entire regime with Obama acolytes? Joe Biden doesn't staff anything. What, what do you call it when the entire team Obama comes back to the White House? Which is precisely what the, the, you never see headlines like this written about Barack Obama or the faux regime that he's running with Joe Biden at the helm. You never see headlines like this. But yes, it's actually really important that you have people that defend you and protect you in office. Eric Holder famously said that he's the wingman of Barack Obama. And so this uh, article is really fascinating and very, very interesting. But you scroll on down and you'll check out this little note that is causing people to have a panic uh, across the Internet and across the taco sphere here. There's an interesting twist. Melania Trump is an advocate for picking Tucker Carlson, the booted Fox News star, for vice president. She thinks Carlson would make a powerful onstage extension of her husband, a source close to Trump told us. The former first lady has made a few has made few campaign appearances this time around, but Trump Carlson ticket might encourage her to hit the trail. Whoa. Okay, so let's break that down real quickly. She's that I mean this is correct. This is correct. Tucker Carlson would make a powerful onstage extension of her husband. That's something you never got with Mike Pence. And we'll play you in a second, like how Tucker Carlson just absolutely evaporated Mike, Ten Mike Pence on stage with a flamethrower. But it's true, right? People want Trump and they want the kind of populism and the type of entertainment value. I'm sorry, it's not a dirty word. It's important, right? Like these are some of the reasons why Ron DeSantis isn't clicking in this is that he just doesn't have that human element. That's really valuable. Part of the reason why people don't like Joe Biden and you never see anyone like taking a selfie with him or like happy to see him is because he's a creep. He's a creepy guy. Nobody wants to hang out with Joe Biden. Who would you have rather had at Thanksgiving? Who would you rather have at your Christmas Eve dinner? D Donald Trump? Tucker Carlson? or Kamala Harris, or Joe Biden. These things matter. I mean, it really does. And so Melania obviously is correct in this, and Tucker Carlson would be a very powerful, very vibrant, I've seen Tucker Carlson on, in audiences before. It's magnetic, right? He's He is himself very much a celebrity. Let's continue the read. Trump asked last month about Carlson as a potential VP, said, I like Tucker a lot. He's got great common sense. What Tucker also has is, of course, a deeply rooted sense of populism, which is the brand of politics that puts your country first. 
It's amazing that you have to even like talk about this in our modern era. But what we fight is a communist globalist cabal of people that don't see nations, don't see national borders, and just want every powerful nation to collapse so that they can control everyone and we can all be slaves again. That's what they're hoping for. Populism stands athwart that. Populism is on the rise, of course, in England and in Ireland and in Denmark and in Argentina and so forth. Ladies and gentlemen, Denmark, the Netherlands. And so we're like seeing this across Italy, across Europe. Obviously, populism is I mean, you can argue like the way that places like China and Russia are run, right? Like you you have people that want to defend and protect their own people, varying degrees, right? But ultimately, you want to say that like your country, there's some value in your country, the people of your country. You want to be proud of your country. And so here we have, ladies and gentlemen, the great divide. But what Tucker Carlson speaks for is populism, right? And that is obviously the foundation of Trumpism. And so Tucker Carlson, well, that might make a lot of sense. You never like, did you ever think that Mike Pence was really on board with MAGA? Did you ever think that Mike Pence was really on board with the brand of governance that Donald Trump was pushing? No, Mike Pence was along for the ride. The idea of Tucker Carlson has been discounted by many people close to Trump because they assume he'd never pick somebody who could outshine him. And Trump's staff is convinced correctly that Carlson can't be controlled. But the two men talk a lot. And obviously they had the uh, most one of the most viewed interviews in the history of American politics. Tucker Carlson's interview with Donald Trump is 400 million views, something like that, on X. That was the night of the first GOP debate. And again, we're going to get to highlights of the GOP debate last night in just a second because it was wild one, man. Others likely to wield power in the second Trump term share a lot in common with Carlson. They're full, proud MAGA warriors, anti-GOP establishment zealots, and eager and willing to test the boundaries of executive power to get Trump's way. They include Stephen Miller, friend of the show, obviously, uh, and the architect of ensuring that Donald Trump actually does get the policies that he wants. See, this is what's amazing about the way that these, these kind of stories are written. When Democrats win, it's seen as a right to govern situation in America. When Democrats win, that's the will of the people. And we must enact as extreme and as radical and as cancerous of policies as possible because, well, that's democracy. The people chose that. Elections have consequences, Barack Obama said. Right? This is an extension of the will of the people, the right to govern, the charge to govern. Yet when Republicans win, it's it's like couched as, oh, man, these people will help Trump get his way. Yes, idiots. That's what the election was about. In 2016, we wanted a wall. We wanted Hillary Clinton to be locked up. Do you understand? That's what we wanted. And that's what we still want. This is this one final thing I'll read from this article, which is great. Mike Davis. Donald Trump Jr. has floated Davis. The former chief counsel for nominations for uh, Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley to be Trump's interim attorney general, saying that it would be a shot across the bow for the swamp. In public auditions for the job, Bombastic Davis has promised a three-week reign of terror. <laughs> That's our show. <laughs> uh, uh, in which he would 
put kids in cages and prosecutors and journalists that have gone after Trump telling MSNBC's Mendy Hassan that he has his spot picked out in the D.C. gulag. A source close to Trump campaign told the AG uh, is the office where Trump is most like most likely to make a shocking pick with the defiant view. You want to weaponize the DOJ mother effers? Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness gracious. Straight into my veins. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what does Donald Trump think about Tucker Carlson as VP? What does he think? What have, what have we heard about this? Is this is this in the realm of possibility? Well, Donald Trump asked directly about it. Have a listen. Would you consider Tucker Carlson on your VP list? Oh, I, wow. want to give, I want to give you a hypothetical here. You're a big sports fan. You know, like Nick Saban's going to retire at some point. And if you talk to the athletic director at Alabama, he would say he has a list. So would Tucker Carlson be on your list of potential VPs? And how many names might be on that list as you sit and look and survey the political field? Well, first of all, you know, I did my first, uh, you could call it counter-programming, but I, I won't call it that. But uh, Tucker wanted to do an interview during the first debate. And I think you know, because this is what your business is, we broke every record. Monster audience. In history, yeah. I think it just hit over 300 million people. Talk about it. Would you consider it's, it's Tucker, though, that they, based on the... I like Tucker a lot. I guess I would. I think I'd say I would, because he's got great common sense. You know, when they say that you guys are conservative or I'm conservative, it's not that we're conservative. We have common sense. So what does common sense look like? Common sense looks like putting your country first, which was on full display when Tucker Carlson disemboweled Mike Pence. Watch. Promised him 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine, they still don't have them. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President, have you, I know you're running for president. You are distressed that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet... Your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. In the perfect explanation of the neocon worldview, we we should be thankful for Mike Pence for the, like, I don't know, life of a housefly that landed on Mike Pence's hair, time that he spent inside of the presidential arena. Mike Pence ran for president for like seven seconds. When did he drop out? Last month? Last month? When did Mike Pence drop out? Yeah, again, life of the housefly, the fly that lands on Mike Pence's head. But for that time, he really did unbelievable and irreparable damage to the neocon worldview by saying things like that. He said true things. So thanks, Mike. America's not my concern, Mike Pence says. More tanks for Ukraine. Do you have potholes in your street? Are there fentanyl addicts on your block? Do you know somebody who lost a child to fentanyl? Have you seen what the inner cities in America look like? This place is decaying at like a exponential rate. Have you checked on the national debt? 
Have you seen the state of our military? How about just the state of our cities? Mike Pence, not my concern. Ukraine needs a border wall. Have you seen our border jackets? Yeah. So Tucker Carlson, of course, uh, evaporating Mike Pence on the debate stage and doing it with a flamethrower would make an excellent actual uh, purveyor of Donald Trump's worldview. How about Tucker Carlson talking about Donald Trump? What does Tucker Carlson think of Trump? Go. Uh, where am I on Trump now? Well, I, I love Trump. Um, personally, I think we're going to see Trump's emergence as as the most significant thing to happen in American politics in 100 years because he reoriented the Republican Party um, against the wishes of Republican leaders. Uh, but when I think about Trump right now, so it's July of 2023, you know, I'm struck by his foreign policy views. You know, Trump is the only person um, with stature in the Republican Party, really, who's saying, wait a second, you know, why are we supporting an endless war in Ukraine? And that, you know, leaving aside whether Trump's going to get the nomination or get elected president or would be a good president, you know, I can't even assess that. All I can say at this point is I'm so grateful that he has that position. He's right. And everyone in Washington's wrong. Everyone. Mm. And Trump is right on that question. Yeah. That's a, such a perfect distillation of, of populism. It's such a perfect distillation of what Trump stands for. Why do people hate Trump? If Tucker Carlson were to run on this ticket, and I don't know, I know Tucker Carlson, and I know Trump world pretty well, and I see no indications that this couldn't happen, right? Tucker has regularly said, I don't want to be in politics. I never, I'm not doing this for power. Spent most of his life in Washington, D.C. He never tried to run for office then. But it's amazing what happens when you start to actually feel the pressures around you and take a look, survey the nation that you love. And there's a lot of people that do a lot of crazy stuff to save the places that they love. The, their nations, their countries. The globalist doesn't want borders. They want to flood our border. The globalist doesn't want there to be nations. They want there to be one blob, one Borg that they control in its entirety. That's the goal, to reduce all people to numbers. No religion, no nationality, no borders, no nations, no traditions, nothing. And Tucker's saying that's wrong. And the reason why people hate Trump is that he stands against that. Watch. They're trying to control what you say because they know that if you say it, nothing will ever be the same. And this is exactly why they hate Trump. I'm watching Trump, I'm thinking to myself, the core question which no one ever asks, which is why do they hate him so much? Honestly, why do they hate Trump so much? It's the talking, it's the talking. It's not because Trump's program is so radical, are you joking? He'd be, if this were 1985, he'd be like a center left liberal. It's not radical at all. That's fascism, are you joking? No, no, it has nothing to do with what he does. It has everything to do with the fact that for whatever reason, his brain is not entirely controlled by the people in charge. And because he's not entirely controlled, well, first of all, it tells you that everybody else is entirely controlled. If like Trump is the one they hate the most, like what did Trump do wrong? I mean, you can say, oh, well, she's orange or whatever. Okay, fine. 
But like, has he really committed a crime so severe that we should send him to prison for the rest of his life? That's insane. They hate Trump because they fear Trump. And they fear Trump, not because of what he might do, but because what he might say. You're never punished for telling lies. You're only punished for telling the truth. When Donald Trump says they're destroying our nation, when Donald Trump says he wants to be a dictator on day one just to close the border and to drill in this country and to make America strong, they hate him because he tells the truth. And he's not controlled. And this is what you saw, and we'll play you an entire series of clips of how Nikki Haley last night is proven to be the controlled Muppet of the donor class, of the industry class, of the corporate class. Nikki Haley doesn't care about what Republican voters think. She is literally a walking Borg, a blob that can't stand on her own two feet and is truly nonsensical when she comes face to face with realistic talking points for what people care about in life. There's a pothole in front of my house. Why has nobody fixed that? In years, nobody thought to fix that in years. Why do I pay taxes? Why aren't you considering us and our lives beautifying and making our lives easier, better? Isn't that the point? That is the only purpose of government is to serve the people who, who fund it, who create it. But they don't make those connections. Donald Trump does. And that is why last week, Tucker Carlson said something he'd never said before, which is that he is full on MAGA, that he's full on supporting Trump. Tucker Carlson has never uh, thrown in for a specific presidential candidate. Tucker Carlson did so in speaking with Roseanne and said it very elegantly. Why does he support Trump? Watch. What do you think? I certainly support Trump. I'll tell you that. And I can tell you, I mean, I've always agreed with Trump's policies, always. And I lost friends over it. Um, but, and I've never really actively supported anybody because it's not my job to actively support people. I watch, you know, right. I like to watch, um, <laughs> but I'm a voyeur, Yeah. but I became an active Trump supporter when they raided Mar-a-Lago last summer, the summer of 2022. That, that, that's just, that can't stand. No, that can't. And that I ag something. agree with Trump on a lot, but even if I disagreed with Trump on a lot, I'd still be a Trump supporter because you cannot allow that. You cannot allow the you know, the regime, the president of the United States to use the Justice Department to knock the front runner out of the race. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. So it's bigger than Trump. It's bigger than Biden. It's a question of, you know, do you want to live in a free country with a functioning justice system? You know, that's exactly. And right. so I'm voting for Trump. And if they convict him, I will send him the max donations and I will lead protests. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Because too. and by the way, if I thought that he had committed some real crime, I wouldn't feel that way. But he didn't. He and Biden are both found with classified documents at home, along with every other former high level federal official in history. But only Trump is indicted. Like, tell me how that works. Oh, shut up. Tucker Carlson, you've never heard him say something like this. If they indict Trump, I'll donate to the max and then I'll lead the marches. Now, Tucker and Trump have marched together before. Check this out. This is at UFC in Madison Square Garden. At a fight. There's Tucker, Kid Rock, Donald Trump, Dana White, Don Jr. Walking in to the hero's welcome. Look at that. 30,000 people on their feet cheering. Tucker Carlson laughing maniacally as they walk in. Is that the ticket you want? Is that 
Is that the next administration? What position will Kid Rock have in the next administration? Hmm. Hmm. Department of um, Education. Department of Energy. Ladies and gentlemen, um, that's the energy. That is the energy. Have you ever seen an arena cheer for Joe Biden? Have you ever seen a phone booth worth of people cheer for Joe Biden? Would Joe Biden never avail himself to walking into an arena like that? Of course not. The entire place would rain down booze upon him because it's fake. What Joe Biden's doing is fake. It's not real. There's no real support for Joe Biden. It's utterly manufactured, propped up, manufactured, created. It's not, it's not real. Fagazi, Fagazi. That's why it's not hitting. It's, it's why they're in a very dangerous spot right now. The Joe Biden psyop isn't working. You could argue it didn't work the first time. It's not working now. It's only decayed. It's only deteriorated, much like Joe Biden. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, in every single interview, seems to be aging in reverse, getting younger, more fit, and more importantly, um, the energy of the movement seems to be coalescing, seems to be bringing people in. We have the polling. This is just fascinating. It's something to, uh, to know, right? Because pre presumably, if you're watching this, you're either part of the MAGA movement, full-on ultra-MAGA, right? Or you're MAGA light, or you're MAGA curious. But I got to tell you, like, there's something magical that's happening here, and you can see it belied in the data. Look at this. Joe Biden, the median for Joe Biden, Joe Biden, obviously the blue line, the median for Joe Biden is kind of the same. Joe Biden isn't gaining support. He's losing support. You see it decay and you see it bounce up around here. The median for Joe Biden is like low 40s for his uh, for his election. This is the election polling average, right? And again, these polls are rigged. But look at what Trump's done. What Donald Trump has done has been to consistently month over month, I believe this is for the entire year of 2023. This entire this entire chart is for the for 2023. For this year, Donald Trump has steadily, triumphantly, and monstrously grown his lead, brought people in, created a larger movement, gained momentum. Whereas Joe Biden has flatlined or decayed. Uh, he's not, he, like, it's, it's not like he's pulling from Biden necessarily. Again, Joe Biden just kind of like flatlined. There's a ceiling for Joe Biden. Donald Trump is now skyrocketing, meaning he's pulling in, he's bringing in new people. And why? There's one ad. This was something that was created by the internet. This is not an official Donald Trump ad, but it could be. That has Tucker's voiceover. That so crystallizes why this phenomenon is happening. Have a listen. This is what you could and should get if Tucker Carlson is vice president for Donald Trump. This is the style of ad that could be cut. Not only is this the most powerful ad I've ever seen, even though it's not an official Trump ad, um, but this also perfectly crystallizes the moment that we're in right now. The ad is called, Why? Why Trump? Tucker, take it away. Millions of Americans sincerely love Donald Trump. They love him in spite of everything they've heard. They love him often in spite of himself. They love Donald Trump because no one else loves them. The country they built 
the country their ancestors fought for over hundreds of years, has left them to die in their unfashionable little towns, mocked and despised by the sneering halfwits with finance degrees, but no actual skills, who seem to run everything all of a sudden. Whatever Donald Trump's faults, he is better than the rest of the people in charge. At least he doesn't hate them for their weakness. Donald Trump, in other words, is and has always been a living indictment of the people who run this country. That was true four years ago when Trump came out of nowhere to win the presidency. And it's every bit as true right now. Trump rose because they failed. It's as simple as that. If the people in charge had done a halfway decent job with the country they inherited, if they cared about anything other than themselves, even for just a moment, Donald Trump would still be hosting Celebrity Apprentice. But they didn't. Instead, they were incompetent and narcissistic and cruel and relentlessly dishonest. They wrecked what they didn't build. They lied about it. They hurt anyone who told the truth about what they were doing. That's true. We watched. America is still a great country, the best in the world. But our ruling class is disgusting. A vote for Trump is a vote against them. That's what's going on in this country. That was a less than 90 second poetic distillation of what is happening right now in the political landscape. It was, it's pitch perfect. They hate a ruling class who inherited a nation and forgot about them. In fact, wants them to die in their unfashionable little towns. While idiots with finance degrees, but no skills, run everything all of a sudden. Donald Trump remembered the forgotten man and woman and gave them pride again in the nation that their ancestors fought for, died for, is buried in the ground of, the soil of. It plucks at the very strings of your heart. It's emotional watching it. And it's why I fully endorse Tucker Carlson as VP. What's the point of a vice president? To be a messenger for the president. The president's job is obviously to present the vision for the country, to be someone who can elect, be elected at the top of the ticket. The vice president's job is to be the messenger for that man or woman. And there you are. The perfect messenger is Tucker. So on that note alone, you have to say, this guy would make an awesome vice president. And again, Melania Trump, according to reporting breaking at time of show, is now endorsing Tucker Carlson as VP. Melania Trump wants it. Why? And I'm reiterating here, but it's really important. She wants it. The former first lady uh, uh, wants Tucker Carlson because he would be a powerful onstage extension of her husband. The former first lady has made a few, few campaign appearances at the time, but a Trump Carlson ticket might encourage her to hit the trail. I would call it Trump Tucker 2024. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? I think that that would be absolute gold. Now, what happened last night was what many are calling the VP debate, right? People jockeying to be VP because Donald Trump is 60 points up in the polling. And so all of the uh, Republican candidates who are left gathered on stage last night and um, 
Well, there are a few moments you should not miss. And if you use Patreon Mobile, you won't miss them at all because you'll have a good, strong wireless connection and you'll be supporting a good, strong Christian conservative company. Ladies and gentlemen, Patriot Mobile has an awesome deal right now. The Friday Matters deal with the code FRIDAY76. You can get a free smartphone, a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny or call 972-PATRIOT and use the promo code FRIDAY76. Free smartphone all the way through Christmas. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you are supporting companies that support you. Make sure that you are speaking free on a free speech platform. And that is Patriot Mobile, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody was speaking free last night. Hot damn. Uh, Vivek went hard in the paint against Nikki Haley, against Chris Christie, ended their careers. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. Ended the careers of these two. They're, they're, you, can't, you can't continue after what happened yesterday. You can't go on. There is no coming back. Vivek said Chris Christie needs to drop out and then go get himself a nice big meal. <laughs> now, why did he say that? Vivek, Vivek said to Nikki Haley, hey, you want to send all of our young men and women to go die in Ukraine? Why don't you name some regions of Ukraine you wish to liberate? Can you name them? Can you name them? Now, can you speak the language? Do you even know the names of the regions that have been conquered by Russia um, in the invasion? And it's just such a unbelievable destruction to see Nikki Haley sit there and go, watch the clip. Foreign policy experience is not the same as foreign policy wisdom. I want everybody at home to know that I was the first person to say we need a reasonable peace deal in Ukraine. Now a lot of the neocons are quietly coming along to that position, with the exceptions of Nikki Haley and Joe Biden, who still support this, what I believe is pointless war in Ukraine. And I think those with foreign policy experience, one thing that Joe Biden and Nikki Haley have in common is that neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. Look at that. This is what I want people to understand. These people have, I mean, she has no idea what the hell the names of those provinces are, but she wants to send our sons and daughters and our troops and our military equipment to go fight it. So reject this myth that they've been selling you, that somebody had a cup of coffee stint at the UN and then makes eight million bucks after, has real foreign policy experience. It takes an outsider to see this through. Look at the blank expression. She doesn't know the names of the provinces that she wants to actually fight for. And there's her puppet masters right there, the donors. The donors right there that are playing Okay, <laughs> Do, you <hear> the <laughs> Do you hear the debate moderators? Enough. Enough. So great. This is the energy, baby. This is the energy. You all know I love Trump. I have his mugshot hanging in our studio. It's giant. By the way, that's like a it's like a five, that's like a four feet tall mugshot back there. Okay, I, I like I'm just saying that's the energy. That's the energy. Van Jones was literally shaking watching Vivek last night. We'll play the clip. It's great. He says, I'm literally shaking. We like to use flowery, colorful, and entertaining language on the show. So you might catch a headline from us being like, Lib is literally shaking because a base thing happened on TV. The Libs were literally shaking. That's a great endorsement. Also, this, I mean, does look exactly like uh, Donald Trump trained Vivek. Okay. So here's what I know from my background, that Donald Trump and Vivek are friends. 
that they like speak together. I don't have any insight into who's going to be picked for what or whatever, but I do know that Vivek is not anti-Trump and I do know that Donald Trump and Vivek talk, okay? And that they have a cordial relationship. Uh, that's the best I can give you. Did, did Donald Trump train up Vivek for the debate? Hell, I don't know, actually. I'm not sure, but it sure sounds like it. Watch this. Vivek saying to Chris Christie, you need to drop out and go get yourself a nice hot meal. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage. Enjoy a nice meal yeah. and get the hell out of this yeah, race. When it comes to Nikki. <laughs> All right, we did an there. Our designer Jamie did an AI of Chris Christie potentially enjoying a nice meal. Rolls Royce is telling me we should put it up. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. And this is AI. Okay, so get upset with the computers, right? At, at Mid Journey, this is what AI. When you type into AI, uh, design Chris Christie enjoying a meal. This is what comes up. This is the first result. Okay. Ain't me. Get upset with the computers, okay? Vivek was upsetting a lot of people last night. Again, like again, uh, I'm, I'm not. You know, we're, we're not here to be the hype man. We're just here to absorb the energy. That's what this show does. We absorb the energy and tell you, man. This Vivek went in last night in like I'm gonna play you a 90 second clip here. In this 90 seconds, January 6th was an inside job. The 2020 election was stolen. Government lied about 9-11, the Saudi connection, which is true. And the great replacement theory. And I'll, of course, you all you have to do is the words of Joe Biden. This is all in 90 seconds? Boy was cooking. Watch. With all three of my other colleagues on this debate stage is all three of them have been licking Donald Trump's boots for years for money and endorsements. Ron DeSantis, you've been a great governor, but you would have never been one without actually begging Donald Trump for that endorsement. And you attacked him in your book a year ago. Same thing with Chris Christie as a lobbyist, begging them for COVID money for his special interests in New Jersey, prepping him for the debates last time around. These people are now Monday morning quarterbacking some decision he made. I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump. It's not even Joe Biden. It is the deep state that at least Donald Trump attempted to take on. And if you want somebody who's going to speak truth to power, then vote for somebody who's going to speak the truth to you. Why am I the only person on the stage, at least, who can say that January 6th now does look like it was an inside job? That the government lied to us for 20 years about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11. That the great replacement theory is not some grand right-wing conspiracy theory, but a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform. That the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech. That the 2016 election, the one that Trump won for sure, was also one that was stolen from him by the national security establishment. Okay. That actually Thank put you. Up the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that they knew was false. There's a reason why I'm the only person That'll on the stage who can Thank say you. these things. That's what it's going to take, not people who were licking his boots one time and now Monday okay. morning quarterback him and criticizing him when it's convenient. Governor Christie. So I got to tell you, man, that's the energy. There it is. That's the energy. I mean, hot damn. Boys cooking. Now, there is a uh, extremely viral tweet that Vivek 
sent last uh, within the last 24 hours talking about the great replacement. And the great replacement theory, of course, is what's going to cause libs to have the, the freakouts, right? Van Jones has a literal meltdown, says he's literally shaking on CNN. Okay, here's the Van Jones literal meltdown on CNN. I want everyone to get their salt out and get ready to salt this lib. Okay, Van Jones, salty, salty, salt. He, I want to see salt shakers pouring through the comment section. Let's go, baby. Here's the liberal reaction. Salt that lib. That puts at risk people of color. It is wrong. And the smug, condescending way that he just spews this poison out is very, very dangerous because he won't stop Trump, but he's going to outlive Trump by about 50 years. And you're watching the rise of an American demagogue that is a very, very despicable person. Yeah. And I, I'm, I literally, I, I was, I was shaking listening to him talk because a lot of people don't know that is one step away from Nazi propaganda coming out of his mouth. Yeah, but the good thing, Van, you could take respite in is the more people hear him, yeah. the less they like him, right? Maybe we'll find other salty libs in the show. Actually, there's some uh, interesting CNN clips afterwards that maybe we can do more salt that libs. I love, I love salting the libs. They're freaking out. Like Van Jones is saying, I can't believe, I can't believe that he said exactly what Joe Biden said. What do I mean by that? Well, we have the proof. We, like, what do you want from me? Do, am I allowed to believe the words that Joe Biden says? Here, well, here they are. Take from them what you will. But at the very least, listen when Joe Biden, with a grinning Mayorkas standing right next to them, like looking on it approvingly, like Gollum, like believe them when they tell you what they want. Be when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Here you go. This is from Joe Biden. I think it's 2015. Go. An unrelenting stream of immigration. Nonstop. Nonstop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. An unrelenting flow of migration, a never ending, unrelenting flow of migration. That's not a bad thing. That's the source of our strength, says Joe Biden. Like, again, it's like 1984. You're not allowed to believe your eyes. You're not allowed to believe your ears. The guy's saying it on camera. So what do you want from me? Who else? What am I supposed to? Am I, am I supposed to believe what Joe Biden's saying? Am I taking it out of context when I just play you the clip? Why is everyone losing their minds over this? Van Jones is literally shaking, he says. Literally shaking. One other time that a uh, Democrat was literally shaking based on the debate performance was Nikki Haley. I do not like Nikki Haley. I think Nikki Haley is um, very much, very much a Democrat and is only uh, a Republican in name and is a massive psyop and is there to probably have fake polls written about her and to boost her potentially into becoming Donald Trump's VP so you can get another backstabbing VP. 
That's the goal. Nikki Haley is the op. Nikki Haley supports every position that Joe Biden does on everything. Radical gender theory, identity politics. When Vivek nuked her in the last debate, she said it was because he was anti-woman. Can't play the race card on that one against Vivek, so okay, here we go. He's anti-woman. The gender card. I mean, it's despicable. It's something that we shouldn't allow in our party, and it's nice to have her called out to her face. This is the moment that her career was destroyed forever. Nikki Haley's done. Nikki Haley's buried. And here's The Undertaker. Watch. We're marching towards fascism under Biden. Jack Smith has subpoenaed every last retweet that someone has issued from Donald Trump in the year 2020. The only person more fascist than the Biden regime now is Nikki Haley, who thinks the government should identify every one of those individuals with an ID. That is not freedom. That is fascism. And she should come nowhere near the levers of power, let alone the White House. Yes, baby. Nikki equals corrupt. (laughs) has created quite the meme, actually, has created quite the meme. So, yeah, I mean, listen, this is, again, the energy. It's the the anti-establishment, anti-corporate media, not going to play nice. We know what time it is, energy. Like the country is being stolen before our very eyes, and we're going to call it out. And when there are lies, the only way to absolve ourselves of the poison of those lies is to speak truth. The truth shall set you free. Uh. On CNN, as soon as the debate was over, uh, Vivek continued, especially on January 6th. Man, this one's so good. So on January, so on January 6th, uh, we have we have the entrapment answer. Vivek's been watching our show, I guess. Actually, he does. Watch. Watch. So let me, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to address it. I was an anti-woke crusader leaving the business world. And if you had asked me three years ago, is there some chance January 6th is an inside job? I would have said that was crazy talk. I would say looking at the facts of the video footage that have come out, Dana, it is shocking that you still haven't gotten a clear answer of how many federal agents were in the field that day. Look at now the video footage of actually throwing explosives and rubber bullets into what was a peaceful crowd, then releasing to the public what came in response to that. But now look at the video footage that was released. And I'm glad we're talking about it because viewers deserve to look at that footage. Capitol Police literally letting people in who were then now prosecuted, some of whom have gone on to commit suicide because of what the government's doing. That is a case of entrapment. And I think the government has not been transparent about this, which is why I then brought up another case where the government, now 20 years later, with declassified documents, tells us that they lied to us at the time. Uh, so you have, for the first time ever on CNN, who has, who has been the foremost promoter of January 6th and the lies therein. In face of the actual exculpatory evidence, to the contrary, you have on CNN's airwaves them getting wrecked with the facts. The cops opening the doors, the peaceful protesters, the protesters taking selfies and staying within the velvet ropes. The protesters, the peaceful protesters doing what the cops order them to do and leaving the building. Ooh man. Oh, they were salty. They were salty, salty, salty when they began to hear that. And so they began to argue about the facts on CNN. It was delicious. It was amazing. Get out your salt shakers. Go. I think it is startling 
how much think- the government has systematically lied. And I think it's both both parties over the course of the last 25 years. But on the, the left used to be better at pointing this out the, being skeptical of the government. The most, but now it's the right. Which is the most aggressive, offensive attack on the U.S. Capitol and on democracy itself that we have seen in our lifetime and in many, many lifetimes to say without evidence that it was an inside I'm not seeing it without dangerous. evidence. I think that what we're seeing now is the video footage that's come out. I was in a different place before a lot of that evidence came out. But you have to respond to the evidence. What is your response or what is anybody else in CNN's response to the video footage that was released of Capitol Police literally just peacefully allowing well, people what, into the Capitol what we know or shooting that into peaceful crowds? people that's, that's, have been convicted but, of crimes. But the reality is Many of them were convicted before that information was released. Because I'm do you glad, think that former I'm President Trump has there, anything to do with this? No, no, because you're bringing up a really good point, and your audience and everybody deserves to know the truth about this. Normally, there's a rule in constitutional law. It's called the Brady Rule. You have to turn over exculpatory evidence to the other side. In this case, it wasn't turned over because the DOJ said Congress okay. was sitting on it. Wanted, now Congress wanted, has released it. I, That's why I said I would pardon many of those peaceful protesters because I of want to go to something violation. else that you said, which I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 quick. Change the subject fast. They asked who won the debate on NBC News and the responses. I believe these responses are from Georgia. Um, again, didn't disappoint. Check this out. NBC News 2024 campaign embed. Namdi Egwanwu is with Republican voters at a watch party in Atlanta, Georgia. Namdi, it's so good to see you. Uh, you do fantastic work, and I know you've been there with the voters in Georgia. What are they telling you? What did they think of tonight's debate? Well, Kristen, getting a reaction from voters here in Atlanta was quite easy. They actually organized a straw poll on their own th- during the debate and were keeping track of their opinions. And by the end of the night, you had Vivek Ramaswamy out of the watch party of about 30 people getting five votes. You had Ron DeSantis getting two, both Nikki Haley and Chris Christie having a sole one vote. Um, and get this, former President Donald Trump, despite not being on the stage, got 18. So that's really reflective of the vibe of the night here in Atlanta. <laughs> so there you go. Do you want to see Tucker Carlson as VP? You want to see Vivek as VP? I don't know, man. I'm telling you this. I can't rule anything out. It's the best I can do. It's my job to report to you. I'm just telling you that this man had a solid gold debate performance. You should have your stock market and portfolio performance based on some solid gold as well. You should go to my friends at Allegiance Gold. Tis the season. The wise men brought gold. Remember that. Wise men today are buying gold, and that's why gold prices are, um, well, skyrocketing. Uh, Nations are buying gold and hoarding gold as much as they possibly can. What does that tell you about where our financial future is headed? Protect yourself today with protectwithbenny.com or call 844-66-BENNY. Get up to $5,000 free silver with a qualifying purchase. Protect your future now at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold, a spectacular company. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden potentially paid off in gold. You know, gold bar Bob in the Senate. He got gold bars. Joe Biden taught him everything he knows, Bob Menendez. Joe Biden yesterday was asked directly, hey, yo, um, there's all this evidence, all these photographs, all these bank records, all these uh, emails, all these pseudonyms. Uh, There is a preponderance now stack of evidence to the ceiling that you directly interacted with your son's corrupt business dealings, of which your son is being criminally charged with. So got anything on us for that? Anything? Anything? And Joe Biden did his best version of look fat. Watch. President Biden on Ukraine and also China. 
Uh, there's polling by the Associated Press that shows that almost 70% of Americans, including 40% of Democrats, believe that you acted either illegally or unethically in regards to your family's business interests. Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans at this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that I did not, and it's just a bunch of lies. Did you interact with many of their lies. business associates? I did not. There's what? lies. What? Do you think there is any Democrat who could defeat Donald Trump other than you? Probably 50 of them. You do believe that there are? I'm not the only one to defeat him, but I will defeat him. Who else do you think could defeat Donald Trump as the president? Do you think that other, do you think that there are Democrats who could beat Donald Trump? There are 50 of them. Here's the polling, you old jack wagon. <laughs> there are 50 of them. Look at this poll. No, there are 50 Democrats who could beat Donald Trump. Joe Biden says it's a bunch of lies to the evidence. Now, th th this isn't, the re the reporter is very wise in how they ask the question. I believe that's the New York Post or the Newsmax reporter there. I think it's the reporter for the New York Post. It's very wise in the way he asks the question. Because he goes, "What? why did you interact with his business partner so much? Where you get into the territory of like, you must prove the wrongdoing, right? That's what James, Com James Comer is up to right now. And he's stacking evidence on that. What isn't up for debate is that Joe Biden had enormous interactions with all of the goons and all of the orcs that Hunter Biden would bring to him, no matter where they're from, Kazakhstan, Mexico, Russia, Ukraine. These guys were getting like red carpet treatment at the White House. It is captured on footage. It's in the tapes. There are photographs, videos, records, logs of this. It is beyond dispute. So Joe Biden having that answer is obviously another lie. Jesse Waters did an incredible takedown last night on this evidence. Watch. Why would Joe Biden lie when our producers just found four photos of Biden with his son's shady business partners? I mean, we just Googled it five minutes ago. There's four pictures right there. Golfing at the White House, and he's at the VP's house, and he's at dinner. You know the one, the last dinner? That's the one where Hunter drove home in a Porsche. Hunter's business associates visited the Obama-Biden White House over 80 times. Biden used an alias email to talk to Hunter's business associate 327 times. That guy. And is Biden saying he never met Tony Bobulinski? Biden's own lawyer admitted he met these people. The Democrats admitted Biden talked to him on the phone. And they never once spoke about any business dealings. As he described it, it was all casual conversation, niceties, the weather. Oh, the weather, yes. If everything is legal, then why is Biden lying about it? He's lying. He's lying. You don't lie about things that you're not ashamed of. You don't lie for no reason. Even the most pathological liars tend to like lie for reasons. James Comer says that if Hunter Biden doesn't come in and testify next week, today is December 7th, God bless those who fought Pearl Harbor, those who died Pearl Harbor. Today is, of course, Pearl Harbor Day. Um, Joe Biden was alive during Pearl Harbor. Just to show you kind of the, I mean, it's shocking, right? Isn't that just alarming? So he's just not with it. He's just not there. And he has nothing else to do. I mean, how is that guy going to stand up to Donald Trump on a debate stage? They're, gonna, they're, they're not going to have the debates. They have, they're got to have something cooked up. 
Jamie Comer's cooking over in Congress saying that he will hold Hunter Biden in contempt if Hunter Biden does not show up for a testimony, for a deposition. Hunter Biden will be held in contempt if he doesn't appear behind a closed-door deposition on December 13th. That's next week. Jamie Comer, not messing around. Watch. All right, let me ask you, James Comer, both you and Jim Jordan on judiciary have now threatened to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress, and I believe that includes Joe's brother, James Biden, uh, if they fail to show up for the, after the, the subpoena that you sent them. What actions will you take? Well, we'll hold them in contempt. I mean, we've issued lawful subpoenas. Uh, I'm hopeful they'll both show up. I have more confidence that Jim Biden's going to show up than I do Hunter. Uh, you're seeing today rhetoric from the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee uh, openly encouraging Hunter Biden not to show up. I mean, the Democrats have the Democrats on the Oversight Committee have obstructed this credible investigation just as much as the Biden legal team, just as much as the as the mainstream media and, and all these government agencies who are supposed to be investigating. But we're going to hold Hunter Biden accountable if he doesn't show up for the subpoena. Sean, we looked and the and Donald Trump's immediate family testified in depositions on the January 6th committee for 18 hours, 18 hours. Donald Trump's family showed up for depositions when they were subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. But the Bidens think they're, you know, the law doesn't apply to them, that, that they're special and they, they aren't going to show up. I mean, there's more evidence now about Hunter Biden than, than most criminals that have to show up for depositions in big time legal cases. Big time cases. People that are showing up. Hunter Biden will be showing up. We hope. Otherwise, hold them in contempt. They, a reminder, Steve Bannon got a, got hit, caught a case for contempt of Congress for not showing up when he was subpoenaed. And Steve Bannon got, I mean, I, I think that they're still figuring it out, but they, they said that Steve Bannon should, is going to do six months in jail. Well, that would be a way to put Hunter Biden behind bars. Goodness. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. This is going to happen next week. Someone who's showing up this weekend, and a reason why we will not be having a show tomorrow is the great ALX will be joining me at Mar-a-Lago, and he joins the show right now to talk about him. <laughs> you have a much better intro than I do. <laughs> We got the stinger this time. Thanks, Royce. So I want to go through a really quick people's history of uh, what ALX has worn to Mar-a-Lago. Oh, really important because ALX and I will be going to Mar-a-Lago this weekend. It is part of the reason why we will not be having a show tomorrow. ALX uh, once wore um, a suit, a beautiful suit to Mar-a-Lago. So they look like like stood right shoulder to shoulder with Donald Trump. Looks like you're the exact same height as Donald Trump actually here. Yeah. Red tie. Looks like you exact same height, slightly uh, tighter cut of your jib for your suit. <laughs> same tie. And then once ALX wore tube socks tomorrow uh, at one point. And also this, a photo of the potential VP on your shirt in Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump. Were you trying to let us know something ALX? 
uh, I've been known to send some signals um, in in photos like that. Uh, but I will say, so that was actually <laughs> like I want to say. Um, so that was the week after it was announced that Tucker was going to have his show at, on X. Um, so everyone was talking about Tucker at that time, um, and and Trump saw my shirt and he said, "Oh, what do you think of Tucker Carlson?" And we were all talking around the table about it. Um, it didn't come up for like his, uh, an idea for his VP pick, but I mean, like that would be insane if if he followed Melania's advice and 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 picked him. But yeah, we were we were talking around the table just about him, and you know, it, it was also the same week that the CNN town hall dropped, so we were also talking about that. Um, but yeah, it, it was like just a perfect distillation of kind of like a middle finger to the system was you know Tucker announcing. Um, his own show on X and showing that he could be independently successful when the uh, establishment kicked him out. Similar to like what Trump did in 2016 when the establishment kind of turned on him, but he became the Republican nomination um, against all odds. So, I mean, the two of them have kind of two similar stories in that respect that uh, the odds are always stacked against them um, and they have popular support from the people. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love the, I love the idea of that ticket. Uh, you are, you got a ticket to Mar-a-Lago this weekend. What, what are we up to? What's going on in Mar-a-Lago? Uh, so we're going to be going to a turning point event. Um, I'm not too sure about all of the details of it, but it's always a good time at Mar-a-Lago. So we'll, we'll have to keep our audience um, up to date of what's going on minute to minute while we're there. Which out? What, what, are you going to go with the tube sock route? Are you going to go with the suit <laughs> suit route? I have I actually have both outfits just hanging on a hanger um, and I'm, you know, deciding I might hold a poll on X, um, whether we go to tube socks or <laughs> to a black tie event that 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 would be uh, quite, quite funny. Black um, socks. You can switch up the yes. socks. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. You already um, had black I'm, socks. Never mind. Yeah, you have black socks. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with the suit, but I mean, undecided right now, I guess. Uh, Vivek's performance last night in the debate. What's the takeaway? What's the takeaway on X? A plus. I mean, there was like a, there was a hundred different moments. It was like the the Chris Christie moment, of course, was my favorite because I like picking on Chris Christie. But then he also, by holding up that piece of paper, he created a meme template, which yes. we're uh, big fans of online. So I mean, that was. He knows how to do this. And Chris Christie was getting mad. He's like, oh, this is this is what happened. That's one of <laughs> yes, and that's one of the memes. He's like, this is what happens every debate. There's a clip and it goes viral and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, so he knows how to, um, you know, <laughs> he knows how to give a statement that's going to go viral and the, the, that the popular opinion of the voters is going to, um, you know, be swayed by. And, and Vivek, he not only knows what he's talking about with, you know, January 6th, the election, and everything else but he knows how to do it in a, in a way that's going to go viral multiple times every single clip basically last night and this image was from vivek i mean like what like chris christie is like telling him to to sit down and shut up and then he simps for nikki haley for about 20 minutes and i'm like how, like that's like slightly better than his donald duck moment i guess but like <laughs> not really um, but yeah, Vivek is just doing all the right things um, up there, and all of the viral moments are are coming out of the debate have been from him vir virtually. So yeah, 
There are a couple of people that we watch online to see if moments break through. Terrence Williams is one of them. Terrence Williams had a really funny clip. Like he, He's a comedian, right? And he'll, he'll only respond to something if it really hits, right? Yeah. Unlike us, who's, we're, tr we're trying to cast a wide net and like keep everyone informed. Some things you might like, something you might not. Terrence Williams, he's, he's only going to respond if it's like really smacks, right? If it really slaps. And here's what he put together last night. Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage. Enjoy a nice meal. Yeah. And get the hell out of this yeah. place. Yeah. When it comes to Nick... Have Trump been training you? Trump must have trained you for this debate because that's some that right there was straight up Trump. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Is that what? Okay, is, is this indicative of the rest of the internet's reaction to this moment? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. The thing is, it's like Chris Christie kept saying throughout the entire debate about how unfit Donald Trump was, coming from a guy that clearly isn't fit. So I don't know why he keeps using that like language, saying, "Oh, Donald Trump is unfit, unfit." It's like, okay, the next question is, Chris Christie, are you fit? Like. Physically, come on. His come announcement on. speech, his announcement speech, like, we got to go big. We got to be big. We got to yeah. think big. We got to be big. I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm going to be the bigger person. He kept saying, come on, man. And then Why do you, Trump posted don't make it so easy. It. Trump posted the meme about it. Then CNN like put the meme next to him. And then he posted <laughs> the clip on his own social media of the meme of him reacting on CNN. I'm like, what do you like this dude is doing everything wrong like that you could possibly do in a campaign and, and he's still on the stage somehow I, i'm i'm like baffled about like this is like what his third failed campaign and like i don't know he's getting destroyed and now it looks like he's simping for nikki haley so i don't know what he's trying to get out of that i don't i don't i don't i don't understand it i do understand uh the energy and the energy is clearly not on the side of nikki haley or christy who had their careers ended last night uh it's far more on the side of vake and tucker carlson being vp i don't know you have a choice there uh i'd love to see tucker as vp 100 percent, and Vivek somewhere in the administration but but tucker 100 percent as vp elon's razor right yep most entertaining outcome most likely <laughs> The great ALX. I'll see you in Florida, buddy. See you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season. If you wish to give our show a little early Christmas present, then you can sign up for the Benny Brigade. The Benny Brigade is how you can directly support our programming. It costs less than... Well, a $5 foot long per month. And more importantly, it keeps us independent and it keeps this show able to cover the topics and to talk about the things that we want to talk about, not have corporation come down, boot on our necks, right? Like we don't ever want to do that.
But part of the way to remain independent is to create a group of people that actually support you, back you. And if you wish to bless us this holiday season, please head on over to bennyjohnson.com slash brigade and sign up today. This week, brigade members were able to ask questions of James Comer, right? We read the questions live on air and it helps us out. You can keep our media independent. And it obviously that's more valuable today than it ever has been in American history. Independent media is how we win. Ladies and gentlemen, we also win by keeping our eyes on the prize, our verse of the day from Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promises promised is faithful. God is faithful. God wants us to be unwavering. God wants us to bring energy and to not fall, to not sink into the sea. He wants us to keep our eyes set on him and to keep our hope. And that's what we shall do, especially through this hopeful and joyous holiday season. God bless all of you. And the comment sections are saying ALX needs to wear a suit tomorrow, Lago. So ALX, no tube socks this time around. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see. It's your boy, Benny. God bless you. Merry Christmas.